live from the heavens that is Quinn Westenberg's right glove. Ah, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Do I hear angels singing? Something like that. Welcome to this week's special edition of the Vocal Minority Podcast. Uh, the podcast that, is, honestly, at least the host cannot believe that this actually happened. On this special edition of the podcast, all we're talking about is the Eastern Conference Final and a little smidgen of CanPL uh, Final stuff. Uh, let's get right into this week's panel. Uh, joining me is our technical wizard, Mr. Mark Hinckley. The wand still works somehow. It's well, you know what? You picked the right one. Well, the wand picks you, and it, it chose well. Clearly, yeah. Also, the hat's pretty pointy, which I kind of dig. Well, you know, you look so you look very jaunty in it. So yeah, I was going for nerds. I've heard that voice before. Phone yes. something. I'm not sure what it is. And joining us, Mister Duncan Fletcher. Holy who, shit! I know. Say hello, Duncan. I'm full of chocolate. <laughs> That's a great catchphrase and a great episode <laughs> title. Yes. Um, Tony's not joining Just us this week. I'm. Uh, I'm assuming he's still out trick or treating or something. I'm not sure. He's probably tricking anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, he's not here to fight back. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's jump right into this. And last night's Eastern Conference Final against the AU guys. In Atlanta, on the terrible turf, and they fucking won. (laughs) They fucking won. Mm -hmm. I could not bring myself to uh, bet on this game. Uh, I, not that I'm like some kind of psychic or some shit, but I really could not. Like I could see a two-one win, but I wouldn't. I wasn't confident enough to put a whole dollar down. What, I, what would you have won with a two dollar a two one prediction for? Oh, I I have no idea. I didn't. I haven't gone back to check. I mm. I mean, after the uh, nearly twelve dollars that I won on the last round. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I heard about that. Uh, uh, yeah. Fucking big oh, shot. Did it? Yeah. Did it make it overseas? Yes. <laughs> what? Uh, I know. I know. I think I know why Tony's not here. Jealousy. Yeah. Ah, that explains yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the lineup comes out before the match, and once again, Josie Altador, nowhere to be found. He'd had, like, an additional MRI that morning before flying to Atlanta. We all knew he wasn't going to play. Omar Gonzalez in the 18, but again, on the bench. So for the third match in a row, which is basically unheard of in Vannyland, the same lineup got rolled out. And these were, you know, these are the cards they decide to be dealt with, and let's go with that. And in the beginning, you know, four minutes in, maybe not looking so good. There was uh, some some confusion uh, between oh. the defenders, and a uh, goal that was pretty hard to defend, you know, if you choose not to defend. Uh, so yes, AU guys go up 1-0. Oh, great. And then not very much later. Oh, look, is that Michael Bradley? And again, the softest of penalties. Uh, clearly, um, you know, Pity Martinez uh, looking for the contact. 
Um, but Michael Bradley didn't help at all. And th- that whole sequence was already full of confusion. So if he mm-hmm. hadn't gone down, they were probably going to score a goal some other way. But goes down. There was, there was clearly contact there. I feel like you know, most people on TFC Twitter were like, oh, that's outrageous. That's not a penalty. That's ridiculous. But, oh, no, no. Know, there was totally look, contact. Look, he was look, looking uh, for the contact. Yeah. Look, look at Michael Bradley's reaction. Michael Bradley is not a man who is afraid to argue with the referee. This is true. I think that's fair. Uh, Very fair. No, no. No, no. Very calmly seemed to recognize, okay, yeah, yeah. He maybe kind of went up to, oh, yeah, you can't be giving me a red card or anything, but he was not in any way outraged that a foul was called there. So I think that's a good sign that, uh, yeah, yeah, he he made contact. He knew he did. You know, Martinez was looking for the penalty. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and Bradley, you know, accommodated him, you know. Yes. Um. So everyone's heart, of course, sinks because it, how how often do penalties get saved in MLS if you're not Nick Raimondo? And Toronto FC and penalties, just generally a bad thing. Joseph Martinez, one of the best strikers in the league, all these things. You know, oh, God, here we go. It's not even, it's barely 10 minutes into the match. and They're going to go down 2-0. It's over. It's done. But no. Quinton fucking Westberg... Saved now. Admittedly, that was not Joseph Martinez's best penalty shot by a by a by a stretch. No, but that was a who fucking penalty. cares? But speaking of stretches, Go let's on. not rule out the fact that he had to get down and over the fuck to his right exactly. to make sure it didn't go in because that was yep. yeah, on target. Oh yeah, it was. Um, sure, a save needed so to be made. Our, uh, our 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 keeper savior uh, kept them in the game. I still, I still can't believe it. I, I love watching it. And he's, what did Martin, Martin, sit down. Uh, Martin Bailey, you know, Quentin Westberg is now the the leading keeper for TFC in penalties not going in, which, you know, is a doobie, you know, it's it's not exactly a high bar when it yeah. comes to Toronto FC goalkeepers, yeah. but, you know, we're on the right track, perhaps. So mm. it's 1-0, and all right, okay, all right. Game's still not looking that great. Uh, Atlanta definitely having more control. TFC are looking confused and a little bit out of sorts. Uh, and then Nicholas Benize. Ooh la la. Ooh la la, indeed. C'est fantastique, monsieur. What mm. a lovely goal. Mm. Nice pass makes... from uh, Laurent Simon as well. I know. The French connection yeah, right there. Out. Gene Hackman would be pleased. Mm. Um, that was yeah, That's yeah, Lawrence Simon. Yeah, well, um, mm. but it's all the same. The, the the game is the game is now tied, and game on. Who knew? Um, the first half, the rest of the first half, though, was not really that enjoyable. Um, it was, in fact, it was pretty bad as far as I was mm. concerned. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people have been talking about. You know, the resilience of TFC, and we'll, we'll talk about that more uh, in the second half, but, and, yeah, and Michael can, Bradley's performance. We can skip to like the 70th minute, can't we? Pretty much, point, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, the, the game, I, I think I tweeted at one point, Tom, I'm like, this is a bad game, because it was mm-hmm. a bad game. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was bad on both sides. Atlanta had, you know, the lion's share of the possession. They certainly had, you know, were more uh, 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 the attacking side. Um, the press was working, but 
TFC were withstanding. Uh, Vanny, very unVanny like started rolling with his subs very early. Uh, did a halftime sub, got Richie Larea on, and uh, the ass man had to take a seat. Um, thank you. <laughs> that's that's probably one of your finest bits of uh, of wordplay right there. Thank you, thank you. It's, I appreciate that. It's such a shame, you know, in this stadium of all stadiums, you, you're going to not let Subasarendo play? I, mm. <laughs> You've been cheeky. Oh, but I'm. I wasn't proud of it. I just went for it, mm. as you should. Yeah. Um, and then Nicktoleon. Uh, I think that's Nick uh, it's like Tinder of M uh, modus operandi, isn't it? True. He's not well, proud of it, but he well, went for it. You mean modus operandi? <laughs> I, look, yes. I just, I hey. just want to be liked more. Okay, that's that's what I'm going yeah. for. We we really uh, do like you, Mark. We swear. Good. Um, good. So then, fifty uh, fourth minute, Nick De Leon comes on for Nicholas Benazé, the goal scorer, and sure. Benazé didn't necessarily look happy about it, but I, it made sense. You know what? Nick De Leon has a ton of experience. He's done well for this team in the past, and uh, it was funny in a chat with my dad. Like we were sort of like, my dad was like, Richie needs to come on. I was like, Oh, there you go. You're getting a wish. I'm like, De Leon needs to come on. He's like, Okay, good stuff. Um, and then Patrick Mullins. Who, not sco- yeah. why sure. not is, again experience is, right? is anybody including his family excited to see him come on in this situation <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like Nick DeLeon can change a game has some exciting parts to his game that's quite admirable Richie Larea slowly becoming that guy that will scare the hell out of you once you see him come off the bench Patrick Mullins probably rented me a car once it does not look like anything of fear it's nice to have a proper forward on the pitch that is true considering we don't really seem to have one of those right now that is a Um, low ass bar mm. watch us step over it Pazuelo playing forward was doing nothing in this game I I couldn't tell you one thing I remember from Pazuelo about him no me either so um, and so he came on for Auro, which may have seemed like a, a bit of an odd sub, but that allowed them to, to shift their formation, and Auro also injured. Um, you could actually see in the post-match celebrations that he was basically putting all of his weight on one leg. So um, hopefully it's just a knock. Heal up. Um, and then, oh, and then. And then came that fucking goal. Mm. So Nick DeLeon... With just, like, if you haven't watched the replay, if you haven't watched the game, like, seriously, what's wrong with you? And if you haven't watched the replay, like, 20 times, um, just, you know, circles around the defenders. There's, like, four AU guys just standing around him, basically going, yeah, man, there's there's the goal. Like, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go, I mean, go you, ahead. you were kind of mentioning things you like about Nick DeLeon. I think the, the key thing to him there was, huh, Atlanta clearly do not see this guy as a threat. You yes. Know, they, you know, they were probably keeping fairly tight to Pazuelo, make sure he doesn't do anything. True. But, uh, yeah, Suckers. Well, Leon's got the ball 25 yards out. Yeah, go on. Yeah, what, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, we don't get out. Oh. Oh. It's funny, though. Oh. When, when, you know, the goal went in and watched the replays, I failed to pick up on where the defenders were. But as I was talking to a colleague about the goals, and and then eventually he went and checked out the uh, the highlights, I did that did cross my mind. What the fuck were the defenders doing? Mm. 
like I do remember there being a cluster of them. I didn't realize it was four of them. I th I knew it was at least two. How the fuck did he get that shot off at all? Never mind it going in. Just yeah, the, what a nightmare. The, the defenders just backed off him and let him there. The midfielders <laughs> didn't in any way approach him and try to close him down. It's, all right, just have a go. Why not? And, uh, yeah, still had a lot to do and did it very fucking well. But, yeah. Oh, it was beautiful goal. Guzan, not a chance, which delights me to no end. Um, I, yeah, I'm still just blown away by the fact that they... That they won again. This is and, and and they ground out the rest of the game. And mm. there was what was it? Was it six minutes? Five minutes? Something five minutes. ridiculous at the end. Yeah. For I, what I don't know. I had to have the uh, the wife hold my hand for those five minutes. Aww. It was it, it's it's it was more it was more anxiety ridden than uh, when a plane takes off and you're on it. I, I was just like oh. Huh. Oh my this uh, can I, I can we go faster on this? Because I mm. want this to be over now. Uh, but uh, of course, mm. as we saw, they didn't really get fuck oh, all in that five minutes. No, I did want to see Guzan get chipped so hard, but of course, that's always what I want when a keeper comes way the hell out, and <laughs> it never ever happens. So. Hi, Lenny. Hi, Lenny. Hi, Lenny. Mm. Lenny's helping with the podcast. Do you want? Do you want yes. to give, do, should yes. we give Lenny an intro? Podcat. Podcat, yes. And and joining us uh, this week is uh, the resident podcat at the Fletcher household, Lenny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's he's yeah. gone quiet all of a sudden. That's nice. Of course. Yeah. You don't, you never see your cat Shantytown showing up on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> With cowards. Uh, and if you're looking for a segue here to Ooh. something in the future, Lenny, named after Leonard Cohen... Uh, a quote about Leonard Cohen, some record producer in the 80s or something, was apparently like saying to him, you know, yeah, Leonard, we know you're great, but I'm just not convinced you're actually good. As in, you know, is he actually going to sell records? I feel like that's, that's how TFC are. It's like, right, they're clearly doing very well, but they still don't look like they're an actual good team. This is true. Right? I, I don't really kind of get how they're winning all this time, but hey, here they are. I, I The only thing I've got either. is that... Is that Oppositions probably look at them going like these guys are going to be easy pickings, and then it's just like a slap fest. They're like no real hard concrete blows are really delivered. Nothing's to keep Ooh. anybody down. Even when Toronto was up two one in in both of those games, there the window was still wide open to reintroduce yourself to make it a two all game, and it never fucking materialized. I mean, for Christ's sakes, DC United, same thing. They're up one nil. All the time in the world, they tie it up, and it's like, la, 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 here we go, we're back in the game. Mind you, DC were pretty mediocre, and then they showed their mediocrity in extra time. But nothing about this side even has a waft of championship material, no, and I'm okay no. with this. Yeah, I and mean, it's, it's, you know, they're clearly doing very well at shutting down good teams, teams that have been better than this year. They have, you know... They obviously beat New York. I didn't watch that, but you know they more or less did a pretty good job of shutting down Atlanta, who are a very dangerous attacking side. Oh yeah, you know, they've got all sorts of threats who could like potentially do really well, and they didn't really do a whole lot. Westberg had to make more saves than Guzan, absolutely, but you know they more or less shut them down. So that's impressive. But just overall, it's just, eh, I, I mean they've got to the final. That's great, but you know you just 
I know. It's the, this it's, entire like two months unbeaten run, whatever. They very rarely looked good. There's maybe you know a couple of games, plus presumably the extra time against DC, where it's like, oh yeah, this is actually a good team. The rest of it's like they're muddling along. Yeah, it's just but it's just bizarre. I know it's bizarre, and I like I look at the stats from from this game. You know, Atlanta passed better. They they won more duels. They they definitely had more possession. They they they, you know. They had more shots. They had more corners. They had more. They had more everything. But TFC made what little time with the ball they had count, and just withstood everything else. Um, and, and the second half was a better performance, especially once they shifted into that um, uh, into that diamond uh, that went three at the back. Um, that was looking a lot better was able to to sort of like neutralize a lot of Atlanta's threats but um also really interesting uh from Deborah was that he only made one sub Ooh, and that really? was for yeah he subbed on Villalba uh in the 81st minute for Michael Parkhurst that's right who was a who was a surprise starter um and ruined that like whole that Knuck was it Buster's- like, yeah, the Canuck can, Buster can we, side. Can we, can we just can we talk about that for just a split second? Yes, absolutely, okay, we can. So, so I when I saw that 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 banner, um, mm. the first thing that crossed my mind is there's a lot of people in Atlanta who like soccer, who are willing to do hard work and sweat to put the thing together, but mm. have absolutely zero ability to come up with anything that would be considered creative. What the actual fuck is a Canuck Buster? It sounds like a shit wrestling move. It's, it sounds like a terrible mixed drink. Like, what in the shit did... Like, like five of them were sitting in a bar, each with a beer, with a pad and a pen, and like, hey, I got an idea. What if we did a parody on the Ghostbusters, but it doesn't even sound anything like Ghostbusters? Yeah, let's go with this. Canuck Busters. Ha! We're so clever. High fives yeah. all around. Let's get this fucking thing made. Mm. Nobody in the group once said, um, S- Steve, that's shit. This is dumb. <laughs> it just takes a one brave soul to go, Steve, that's shit. And the thing goes back to the drawing board. Now I realize that there were probably time constraints, but there's the internet. There's collaborative tools. There's, you can you get into a DM group on Twitter. On Twitter, you can have chat groups. You can have Slack. Here's a good productivity tool. Just one of these fucking things would have prevented such a head-scratchingly, confusingly fucking terrible TIFO like Canuck Busters. Mm. Anyway, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. That is that is. I've been racking my brain about that since I see since I saw it in the game up until about five minutes into this recording and then you brought it up again, Kristen, so it refreshed all the thoughts. Um, seriously, what the holy hell, guys? The only thing I could come up with is that, I don't know, they were trying to go with something Halloween-themed, being so close to the day. I just I just don't know. Okay. I, sure. Do, Maybe. I mean, ghosts, sure. I don't really feel like go, think of Ghostbusters as a Halloween movie, but I guess ghosts. No, sure. but ghosts, you know, I, like that's like I said, that's all I could. I, it yeah. is. I I'm trying to give them even like a modicum of credit, and uh, I'm struggling to do so. Mm. Um, and then uh, so yeah, 
they 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 win. I'm, I'm, I'm just sad. I I just want to know what those like that particular group that came up with that banner. What what did they have planned for Seattle? If if they, you know, <laughs> we'll we'll never know. Sadness, sadness. Um, Starbusters. It's like Starbucks and Starbusters. It, it kind of sounds like it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I like like the who you're gonna call with the no Canada with the no maple leaf thing in the who. Ooh, mm. controversial. Like, how many things did they come up with that they could tie to this? Like, hmm, what's Canadian? And like, it came down to like Justin Bieber <laughs> and whatever the fuck <laughs> made it. And somehow the low hanging fruit, even though it's a little dated now, being Justin Bieber, somehow didn't make the list. I mean, there's got to be somebody in Atlanta, you know, that that's a big thing for the music and that sort of thing. There's got to be somebody in Atlanta that's had a beef with Drake, you know? I, right? Come on. Seriously. Mm. I don't there's, there's, there, there has to be. What, um, like Andre 2000, maybe? <laughs> Andre 1500? <laughs> like some previous version mm. of one half of Outcast, I imagine could have, should have. Oh, anyway. I don't know. Um... But the other, so they, they, they win. It's glorious. Um, shout out to the TFC fans that, that traveled for this. Yeah. Um, sure. And uh, a little bit of hilarity was uh, Liam Frazier uh, being T-shirt boy. He was the one handing out all the all-for-one Eastern Conference T-shirts. Uh, well, that's nice. That, that boggled my mind because clearly that's... Eric Zavaleta showed up on the pitch and Lord knows he ain't got fuck all to do these days. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's nice that they give Liam something to do. Exactly. You know, he's never actually going to be involved with playing. Until the um, next time the Gold Cup comes around. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, he might get to, who knows, maybe he'll get to play in the game against the, the U.S. in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, well, yeah, sure, Canada. But, but for TFC, it. oh, yeah, Gold yeah, Cup? Gold, no, Gold, Gold no. Cup is coming. Um, mm. Well, don't forget the League's Cup something. Oh, who fucking knows? Whatever oh, it is, yeah, TFC. The, uh, yeah, that thing. Been entered into for next year because, yeah. you know, things. Um, I mean, presumably, even if we win MLS Cup, we still have to play in that because we don't qualify for CCL. We correct. We still have to play with that even if we win MLS Cup. I, I, that is correct. I, the I only way save, for the Canadian team is through the Voyagers Cup. I was sure. going to save this rant for that fateful Monday or Wednesday after the MLS Cup when Toronto wins this thing. Um, yeah. How... Bush fucking league on a global recognition scale. Do you have to be to submit no champion to Champions League? <laughs> like how how fucking discount ass backward money grubbing billionaire ball sucking league do you need to be to go? I know you guys won and you're our champions, but we can't send you. We have to send somebody else. Too bad you couldn't beat Montreal in penalties. You know, <laughs> Champions League. <laughs> like, to, to be fair, and yes, it's, it's ridiculous. Is this a unique thing? Do we know what would happen if Cardiff or Swansea or you know, Wrexham or Newport or whoever won the Premier League or finished in the top four, would they get to go there as one of England's yes. things? Oh, were they? Yes, that was, that Did, was part of that? the deal. Like, they're, has, they're, yeah. they're ineligible to represent Wales. Are they really? In, in UEFA. Huh. 
So that they can, really well, they might be so. able to participate in like some of the cups, wow. but they, their their senior side cannot represent that. Yeah, that and that's kind of where the League of Wales was kind of born out of because it was a little absurd that Swansea or Cardiff or Wrexham would somehow find their way in through this minimum tournament, kind of like a Canadian Voyagers Cup type thing. Mm. But that's that's where the League of Wales was kind yeah. of born out of because there was at least some kind of not not so much a financial incentive but I mean one of these tiny ass clubs could qualify for Europe where there is a couple yeah. bucks to be made so mm-hmm. and Wellington if they win the year league do they qualify for Oceania Champions League uh, whatever that's I called I have no idea whatsoever that's a good question. Um, Australia go into the the Australian team go into the Asian league. Oh no, they go. Uh, sorry, they go out the Asian league. Yeah, yeah, because they're they're part of the AFC now. I mean, they've uh, bullshit. Um, what's it called? No, that, that, uh, that, that, that's uh, some bullshit. Uh, West Sydney Wanderers. I think it it, it might have been their. F- they just completed their first full season where they won the A League. I mean, how shit is that when an expansion team can just show up out of nothing and win the fucking thing? Yeah. Then they went to the Asian Champions League and won that goddamn championship. <laughs> Why don't you just fold up after that? I don't see where you go. <laughs> it's just like, well, we've we had a twelve year plan. We got, we accomplished it in nineteen months. Thanks for coming out, everyone. I would we literally pre- go and support. We've proven our club. point. Yeah. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. like. Why would I? Why do I want to support Western City Wanderers? I hear Brisbane's got a team. Let's go support them. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So Australia as a confederation, well, they joined the AFC because they wanted to. They 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 felt that they were better than Oceania, which they are, but sure. they would have right. a harder one-off way of getting into the World Cup. So at least if they played other Asian sides, they would just get more meaningful competition. So like if if any like Absolutely. the way I saw it was like they're gonna get better because they're gonna play good sides on the regular rather than. Fiji. Yes, absolutely. I just I was unsure if it applied to the club teams as well as the national team. I guess yeah, it does. I don't not, as I understand, no club traitors. in, in Australia qualify Fucking or traitors. playing the Welsh any, too. Um, well, yeah, that's, well, that's the Welsh. Um, mm. Yeah, none of the Australian clubs whatsoever com- uh, compete in any of the Oceania uh, co- uh, uh, competitions. Okay, so mm. back to TFC. Who? What? <laughs> uh, okay. No, just you know, we're gonna we're gonna preview the final uh, on our show next week. But um, what I want to sort of just sort of bask in for a moment is uh, the how quickly, uh, and also Seattle winning their match. But how quickly all of the MLS uh, journalists and pundits have had to shift gears to acknowledge both teams as being oh right these guys yeah um. Oh, they've gone to the finals three of the last four years. Oh shit, are they actually kind of good? Like, should we maybe stop talking about these other teams that the league clearly wants us to promote? Oh, we have to like actually say good things about both of these teams now. What the hell? Uh, it just it warms my heart oh, and yeah. makes me laugh sure. every single time. To um, be fair, as- you know those people you're talking about are league focused. 
And there are of many course. people who are specifically TFC-focused, including some random podcasts by good name, <laughs> um, who have also very much not really been impressed with TFC for quite a while now. Oh, but we're, um, we're never so, impressed with TFC, you know, so... It, it's, it's a bit harsh to... Uh, it's fun, but harsh to uh, blame MLS people for discounting TFC this whole time and pay more attention to the, the shiny new things. I'm just personally... Um, and, I, and, and I've gone on kind of sort of the record with this. Uh, anything that makes uh, Don Garber clench his fist out of frustration without exactly to vocalize it in public... Um, it's like an aphrodisiac. I get a little erect, and I'm not afraid to admit that because fuck him and his stupid fucking league where its potential champions will not be going to Champions League. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I, like, I realize that in their money pool, as they're throwing $100 bills at each other, uh, the idea of an LAFC versus Atlanta is... I don't know if it's a dream match caliber, but it's it's up there. It's pretty good. Of course. But uh, Seattle versus Toronto is practically filth back alley bullshit by comparison. Like <laughs> it's 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 champagne five star versus Holiday Inn six pack. Like it's it's not even the, the contrast is wonderful. And I I mean I would prefer two underdogs air quotes underdogs uh, yeah. slugging it out for the championship anyway because it kind of also highlights the absurdity that is having a playoff at the end to declare your champion when it's the whole season body of work thing. We've, we've talked about this before, but this is yeah. the risk you run. If you're not going to declare LASC as champions, but you'll give them the shield, um, you run the risk of them not being in the final. So, how's your sandwich? It's tasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yes, they have done what, you know, we felt was improbable, if not impossible, um, for most of this year. Uh, yes, Dwayne, we know they're fine. Um, and, uh, uh, although I would not have believed that and, and, and did not believe that going into the Eastern Conference final, I was, I was fairly certain that Atlanta was going to beat them. Um, I didn't think they were going to get spanked or anything, but I thought that they would go, you know, hard fought. It would be a hard fought loss. And they fucking did the damn thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So Jesus Christ, I am in shock. And I mean, I feel like this is like, you know, it's like Argentina in 1990. (laughs) with a good team in 1986 alright fair enough 1990 you were shit the whole tournament how the fuck did you get to the final you know Germany in 2002 I, there are probably many many you know examples of this sort of thing you can think of it's like eh, you're nowhere near as good as you used to be and Jesus fucking Christ you're in the final how oh, Greece there you go Greece fucking 2004 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, in what 1994. Let's go for some happy things where the, the shitty teams who were much worse than they were back in their heyday actually managed to get there. And some of them do actually win. So, hey, maybe TFC will. But, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, yeah. So they're heading it's into like the... Two of those, yeah, it's like two of those teams playing against each other. That's what MLS has ended up with. I know, again, which is hilarious. 1990 Argentina versus 2002 Germany. Enjoy. Ooh. 
tasty. Delicious. <laughs> All right. So yes, we will uh, we'll preview the, the the rubber match, the trilogy, the the hated rivalry next week. Um, but we felt that we had to come on and and enjoy this a bit and celebrate yeah. with everyone while it was fresh. Um, while it was fresh, yes. exactly. Good for them. Uh, indeed, good for them. Good for mm-hmm. good for yeah. Just well done. Yay, Quentin Whisper. Yes. Woo. Good, good, good for all of us. Hooray. Yes. Hooray. Um, one tiny little you. thing before fuck we leave. Oh, fuck you to Atlanta. Fuck you, AU guys. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and your stripes and peaches and whatever. Yeah. Dumb. Dumb. Um, this weekend is the second leg of the CanPL 2019 final. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, last I think week, James Grossi uh, clarified this is the finals. Oh, I guess so, right. The, the, but did he say whether it was with a Z or not? Finals, right? mm, finals, because that's what the yeah. kids like. Where's the like scarf? With a Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and last week we talked about the the red cards um, to uh, both a, a Pony Boy player and a, a Handies uh, to Borges. Uh, disciplinary committee has rendered its decision, and Borges is freed! Hooray. Hey. Hooray. I knew it was going to come to this. I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that, first of all, uh, all of our social media, uh, did wonders to free, uh, Borges. Yeah, um, that was uh, quite the, uh, quite the campaign. It was very, a very good campaign, yes. Absolutely. Secondly, uh, I was also quite content to know that, um, uh, that the, uh, Rundown the press release that came out from uh, Canada Soccer uh, outlined exactly their their rulings, and I think the most the it's not the most important, but the thing I kind of lulled at the most is that Calgary didn't get theirs overturned. So there's that. Yeah. Um, so for any any Pony Boys fans that listen to us, <laughs> sorry, not sorry, sorry, not sorry, yeah. not uh. sorry, slightest. I, I, I would say hi, John, but I know he doesn't listen, so. Uh, <laughs> his, his, his Twitter is hilarious. <laughs> it really is. Wow. It's just... Uh, d- d- does he think he's he's been objective? I, uh, I don't yeah. think it, so. It, I hope not. Hope not. It, <laughs> you would hope not. The amount of tears that have come out of that, like, other people's hot take analysis is... That's been quite fun. Um, mm. Just these terrible, broken ass takes, and keep them coming. Let's let's get some more. <laughs> these are so dumb. Let's. Get, how about another dumb one from somebody who's been a soccer fan for eight minutes? Uh, all right. So this Saturday afternoon um, at the Pony Boy Arena. What, what is it called again? Um, Spruce Meadows. Oh right, yes, the Meadows mm. of Spruce. Oh, yes, this indeed. Uh, I, I would like to put forward uh, the motion to rename it uh, Gallup Bacos. Gallup Bacos. Yeah, like Galapagos, but it's Gallup Bacos. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll work on it. Uh, three o'clock in the I'll afternoon. I don't know. Three thirty. Three thirty Eastern Time. 12.30 Pacific. I don't know what it is in Bombay. Um, sorry, Dwayne. Mumbai. I don't know what the time is. I'm not going to look it up. 
that's okay. I know um, that this is huge in Mumbai. It's all they're talking about. Oh, yeah. No, because the, uh, yeah. there's going to be a random beer cup between the winner of this and the Indian Premier League, which I think is a cricket league, which makes it even funnier. So we'll see how that goes <laughs> out. Uh, to see who reigns supreme over the first year of the CanPL. Dun, dun, dun. Truth. All right. Well, that's really it. That's all we, we signed on to talk about tonight. Uh, huzzah to TFC. Don't know how you fucking did it, but you did it. And well done. I still can't believe it. Um, and we will talk about this, uh, the final itself, uh, previewing it next week. And whatever else is going on, we'll recap the CanPL final. Um, and, you know, something Canada related, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? All Look back at for. the season. Doesn't matter. All to play for. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, for joining uh, in this evening, uh, this very last minute show that we decided to throw together. So uh, back and podcasting, uh, Duncan D. Fletcher on the Twitter is Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. With me, as always, out there on the interwebs at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. I feel that. Ray Parker Jr. is rolling over in his grave. (laughs) (laughs) Canuck Boston makes it feel good. Uh, As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Kanda, get used to it.